Hey there, welcome to Have Words With Her podcast. This is where we converse and explore all things health, empowerment, and reference. I am your host, Mandy, and I'm so glad you're here. I just wanted to take a moment to let you know what you're getting into by being here. As women, we need support from other women in this world, and so I'm here for it. I have learned some things in this journey called life, and I would like to share what I have discovered while on my path of liberation. I'm here to encourage, inspire growth and healing while we cut it up a bit. I'm talking conversations with me and your inner her, some self-reflection, mindfulness, encouragement, sharing some hard truths and restoration through healing. So join me as we evolve, build on our sense of self and increase our faith. I look forward to growing with you. So when we think about control, what might first come to mind is controlling others. But as we have discussed repeatedly, we can't control others, even though we really try to. I think it's beneficial to become self-aware of when we try to control people or situations, because it may be that this is illuminating a lack of control that we have within ourselves. Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of Have Words With Her, where we explore all things health, empowerment, and reverence. I'm your host, Mandy. Thank you for listening. Controlling others in situations can be rooted in anxiety. Controlling others in situations can be just flat out abusive. And I wanted to talk about the contrast between the two here, because I think most commonly, most of us, when we're trying to control people, it's really that we don't have a lot of control over ourselves and our emotions. We're really in a heightened emotional state because we, we are either anxious or our feelings are hurt or we're trying to keep the peace, you know, so on and so forth. But these things can be, are more of a hindrance to ourselves than it is the other people. Yeah, the other people can be frustrated with us. But it's more of a hindrance to ourself. And then there's the, to the far left extreme where it becomes abusive. And then, of course, there's the gray area in between, as with most things, right? You have the, oh, okay, this is, you know, um, someone's just trying to protect themselves. And then there's like, okay, the far left abusive, this is downright wrong. Then there's the, the, the gray area in between. Like we talked about, maybe it borderlines that a little bit maybe there are some uh abusive like tendencies but it's not necessarily intended to be that way it's just as there's some deep-rooted issues within the person so most of the time when we're talking about controlling people we're talking about controlling another person's behavior or how they respond to us uh those kinds of things like personally I know that I used to have this way of thinking, oh, well, if I were in that situation, I would do this this way. And why wouldn't that person do this, this thing, this, this way? And whether if it's like families in town, oh, you would go see the family or you guys would get together. How come you guys, how come families in the same city and you don't go see them? Why wouldn't you do that? I don't understand it. <laughs> That's because we don't understand everybody's situations and goings-ons, right? 
So we become opinionated and we get upset because somebody wouldn't do the thing that we thought that they should do, not knowing the ins and outs of things. Because you don't have the benefit of information to be able to have any clarity or vision into why people do what they do. But that's not for you to say that someone else should do a particular thing a particular way. Then there's like the control that we try to push on people whenever it's in our internal relationships. Uh, yeah. I mean, marriage, shoot. I be trying to control my husband all the time. But not in a possessive, controlling way. It's just a a, a self-awareness that happens. That has to happen that it's like, oh, wait, no. Right? I can't control that. I can't expect this outcome because he's a totally separate person. And I think sometimes, based on our experiences, specifically whenever control is rooted in anxiety... We try to control things to feel safe, to feel at peace, to um, even even something as simple as the lack of trust, right? And it's not even lack of trust in a big way. But, I mean, let's, let me talk to all the moms out there, right? When the mom is the dominant parenting um, position, right? Meaning she does all the things, she knows where all the things are. She likes things done in a particular way. There's a control factor in that if people don't do it the way that she wants it, wants them, wants it done and the way she wants them to do it, then they didn't do it. So they didn't do it right. There's that control a- aspect. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to briefly touch on the abusive side of controlling, but I also want to, my main goal is to uh, uh, activate some self-awareness and some mindfulness and self-reflection into your controlling behaviors and why you are doing it. Okay. So, controlling others or trying to control others and trying to control situations might be rooted in anxiety. And we tend to do this because we want to feel in control. Because control equals peace. Oh, oh, good. That's done. Even in situations where you had plans and you wanted it to go just like this and something happened. And even though the result was good, the same, you had this little blurt, this little blip or this little hiccup or whatever. And you felt out of control in that you wanted things to go just like so. Now everything is in an uproar. And then to, to, to bring it further, you might even look, look at it as a failure because it didn't go exactly the way you wanted it to go. Anyway, so also there's, like we mentioned, a lack of trust in others to handle things the way that we would. And sometimes it's that scenario where you're like, oh, well, if my family came in town, I would definitely see them but and someone else doesn't do it and you're inflicting that on someone else. And, and even though you may not ever say that to them, but the fact that you get in an emotional opinionated position is enough to affect your peace. Right. And this is what I'm bringing to the surface is being aware of how you're trying to control people in such a way where it is jeopardizing your peace. 
Because sometimes we be doing that. And then we be upset because people ain't doing things the way that we want them to do and the time we want them to do it. And then we upset. And now our peace is disrupted. Uh, raise your hand if you're guilty of it. I know I am. All right. Another aspect of control is you don't want to appear weak or powerless. There's this, I guess, this theory of if things are not in control the way that I think they should go, especially dealing with other people. Hello, children, parents and children. You know, we, for whatever reason, have this idea that, you know, I guess our kids are a reflection of ourselves, a direct reflection of ourselves. But, you know, there's been plenty of times I've been in the grocery store and, you know, you see a kid yelling and obviously the parent, the mother is like, embarrassed and I want to kind of say to her hey don't worry about it these kids these kids be kidding (laughs) these kids just be wilding out sometimes and you know the truth of the matter is children have different temperaments and because of that they act different in different settings you might have your first kid that is well-mannered and and mild-tempered and and I got lucky with mine because he's pretty mild-mannered and uh and chill like that but you know used to be it was a it was a thing for me like oh control your children oh they must be like that they must be like that all you know at home they must get away with things like that at home and it's like sometimes it can be some truth to that right and some in certain behaviors but sometimes you just have a hard-headed kid like some some people are just born hard-headed yeah I said it Y'all know who you are. You've heard it. (laughs) Anyway, um, so as a parent, you know, you you might feel powerless whenever, especially you're in a social situation where you're like, oh, please let this kid act accordingly, you know, civilized. Um, So and in those situations, you might feel powerless. So these are are, I don't want to say minor because they're not minor, but they're not abusive. Right. And that's what I mean by minor major in this aspect is the, the, the major is the abusive type of controlling, but I'm talking about the minor stuff, the stuff that I think is most common. I don't know. I don't know any science behind like statistics or whatever, but, um, yeah. So now I want to talk about the controlling abusiveness. So Controlling others in situations through manipulation, like coercive control. You try to dominate others in your relationship to get your way. Not just, I'm not saying you do that. I'm saying this is a type of abusive behavior. Now, this is not all encompassing, y'all, okay? Because sometimes you be like, oh, I know someone that is like this, but they're not necessarily beating anyone up but maybe they're it's just enough toxic for you to be like you know hell to the now I'm not I'm not going any further in that um so this is like extreme in and also in the gray area so the red area where it's like abusive and then some of these uh traits and tendencies can be in the gray area where it's just like uh, you know sometimes we 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 come across people that have 
that have issues. Now, we all have issues, right? But sometimes you come across a person that has issues and you be like, oh, I don't know if I have the capacity to be around this person because they're, they're, they lead so much with their issue. It's impactful to the people around them, regardless of the level of the relationship you're in with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then you got to be like, oh, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Because sometimes it's not within us. You know, you know, people, we, people shouldn't become our projects. Okay. So, uh, borderline abusive manipulation, controlling others, controlling situations, demanding compliance. Yeah. Like, with the person wants to control so much that they don't get their way, they become, they punish they shun. They become passive aggressive, like shaming and withdrawing themselves. Mm-hmm. They feel betrayed when you don't do what you what they want you to do. They become combative when people don't do what they want them to do. They also get a sense of power. And authority over their control over people and situations. According to psychology today, some controlling language might sound like, I need you to do this now, quotation. Quotation, I didn't ask for your opinion, quotation. Don't interrupt me, quotation. And the common thread in those types of statements is that they're, they're, they are orders. Those statements are orders rather than requests. They lack empathy and consideration and respect. Controlling statements do not value the relationship and they result in the other party feeling inhibited or resentful. So, We've already covered that there's some controlling behaviors that are like rooted in anxiety. That's most common and not as negatively impactful as the abusive part. So what is controlling behavior that is abusive? According to medical news today, abusive controlling behavior occurs in several different forms. Physical abuse which is any unwanted contact from someone with the intent of causing injury. Emotional and verbal abuse, non-physical behavior, insults, threatening someone, humiliating them, and constantly keeping them under surveillance. Sometimes I think that abuse that is outside of the physical gets so, like, swept under the rug because it's not as noticed, you know, If someone punches you in your face, you're going to walk around with a bruise. But if someone insults you and berates you, you know, those wounds are not always visible. So people don't see it. Sexual abuse. Pressure force a person into sexual activity that they do not want to engage in. Financial abuse. Controlling a person's financial situation. Digital abuse. Using technology such as text, social media, to harass or intimidate a person. Stalking. Make a person feel unsafe by watching and following them constantly. 
So as we mentioned, controlling may come from anxiety. But it can also be a learned behavior, like through your upbringing. If you had an abusive parent and you've seen that interaction, it might just be like the normal that is not healthy. So just because you're used to it and it's all you know. It could be a result of a personality disorder, borderline personality disorder or narcissistic personality disorder. But these never justify abusiveness, ever. Because there are different levels of severity of controlling behavior, there are different ways of dealing with it. So y'all know I'm not a psychologist, right? So please do seek help outside of this podcast. My intention of covering this topic is to stimulate self-reflection, self-awareness about how we might be behaving and or how to start becoming aware of how others might be behaving or treating us. Because sometimes we don't know that people are being or are controlling us or trying to control us. We just know something that's happening don't feel good. Because if if it's a situation we're like we're used to, then we might just, you know, naturally we gravitate towards the same personalities, unfortunately, that, that unhealthy familiarity. And we just might fall right back into and sink in place as the previous situation, the unhealthy situation that we got out of. So we don't necessarily know what's going on. So it's important to be self-aware. So if the situation can be resolved with a conversation or communication with the person trying to control you, not in an extreme abusive way, right? Then have that communication set boundaries and in some cases you might find it better for your peace of mind to eliminate access so sometimes it's like the person is controlling they don't know they're act they're acting that way based out of some basic kind of anxiety you have a conversation and they're like oh no I didn't know I was doing that that might be that and that's it right but then you might go to a person where they continue to do it regardless of the conversation that she had. And that's, maybe it's not abusive, but it's too far to the left to for you to continue on, especially in your healing process. Because as you're healing, you're headed down a particular path. And anything that that is against that, you, you're not healing and then inviting toxicity. Well, hopefully you're not. So if you are feeling unsafe, do to abusive behavior, the National Domestic Violence Hotline provides an interactive guide to safety planning. So if you or someone you know is in immediate danger of domestic violence, call 911 or otherwise seek emergency help. Anyone who needs advice or support can contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline 24-7 via phone at 800-799-7233, live chat at thehotline.org, Text by texting love is to two two five two two. That's love is two two five two two. Many other resources are available, including helplines, in-person support, and temporary housing. People can find local resources and other classified demographics, such as support specifically for people of color. 
So just go to the website if you need some help, okay? I want to circle back to us controlling ourselves. When we turn to controlling others rather than controlling ourselves, I realized when I was trying to control others, specifically their behavior and responses to me, it was to safeguard myself, my own feelings most of the time. Because I know that I respect other people, their time and their autonomy, their boundaries, I realized it was usually in conflict or in expectation of a way I assumed they felt or agreed with me on something that was important to me. And it was revealed that it was different. (laughs) We were not in agreement and I was consumed by my emotions, the disappointment, the sadness, etc., right? So my control or lack thereof was my ability to control me and my emotions. My effort of control was safeguarding myself, saying do this like this because the way that it was done before hurts me too much. Does that does that resonate with anyone? But this, but this could be potentially resolved with communication. Put in another way, I was expecting someone to be in agreement or thinking we're on the same page with something. And turns out we weren't. My feelings got hurt and I wanted them to to behave and be a particular way because what originally happened didn't feel good. And what basically could have rectified this is having a conversation, right? So it's not... It's more like misunderstanding than it is on the abusive level, right? It's not on the abusive level at at all. It's just, hey, you did this thing, and the other person becomes aware that they did this thing and how it felt, and then you have a conversation, communication, and it's worked out. It could have potentially been resolved with communication. But I wasn't grown enough then, and I still have my moments, right? When you're grown and you're healing and you're evolving, where you reached a point of self-awareness. I was just like, do it like this. <laughs> do it like this. Don't do it like you did it before because that hurt. And that is a form of control. So I say potential, potentially resolved because, well, people be people. Yeah, not everyone is going to be receptive immediately. This is another aspect of exercising our own control. Because one would assume that I have this conversation with you about how you said this or this or that or whatever. And I would expect that you would change that most immediately. (laughs) But, you know, people work in their own time. And it's not that they are completely against uh, accountability or even acknowledging that they hurt you. It's just that they're in their own place. So anyone out there married? Um, Yeah, no, just me. So (laughs) y'all married exclusive folk know what I'm talking about, or you should. We can't control our spouse, our person, and relationships, marriage, be hard. Sometimes we got to have a convo or more about a particular subject. And you can't rush someone else's process and their healing journey. The important thing is, is that 
they see that there's room for growth and are open to it. Sometimes we'll be exercising patience on those that are not willing to acknowledge and are not willing to grow. But when a person is, you got to give credit where credit is due. And there is a a certain amount of self-control reaction. I know it's hard. It's not easy. It's not easy. So the thing is, is that you want them to do it at their own pace. As much as we want to rush people and be like, get it right. Get it right right now. Hello. Uh, You want them to do it. You want them to do it at their own pace because otherwise, you know, it feels forced. And then they'll do it out of obligation. It'll feel like obligation. You don't want that. So I had to learn that I need to use my self-control in managing my expectations on how far my spouse has come in their in their growth. And we can't be like in a race, right? Sometimes we do that in our relationships where it's like there's a competition, there's competitiveness. There's like, oh, I'm closer to the finish line where you at, you all the way back there. <laughs> That's not going to work, y'all. So we should activate our self-control. So to conclude, be mindful of your own control. That is, control yourself, not others. Seek professional help when you need it. I encourage you. I encourage, encourage you to seek therapy. Everyone needs a little bit of therapy. Like a car needs a tune-up. Okay? Right? Yes. That's right. You know I'm right. All right. So stay mindful. Stay self-aware. And until next time. Be kind to yourself. Hey girl, thanks for listening to Have Words With Her. I hope you enjoyed. Did you know you can also find me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Have Words With Her? Be sure to follow and subscribe to have access to the latest Have Words With Her episodes, video, and content. Let's support each other. Make sure you share with a friend to encourage them so that we all are evolving, building our sense of self, and growing in our faith. I hope you continue to join me on this journey of healing and exploring ways to be our best selves. Till next time, be kind to yourself.